Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vettel, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome back to episode 72 of the Level Up Latina podcast. Today, Vero, Ceci, and Irene are going to be talking to you all about planning for the holidays with the two FS, with families and your finances and everything that goes into planning for the holidays. How's everyone doing today? Good, good, good. Having a little snacky. I know Irina ya está esperando su comida deliciosa. Mm-hmm. We're doing good. Thank God. God is good. See, so see, we've, we've come up with having some great guests. Last week, we had an, an amazing guest, Sonia from Facebook, which was awesome. And uh, at this point, we've all closed out Latino Heritage Month. We had some good times with that. Now we really have to just kind of pin down and get focused back into what is happening and what we're doing the last quarter of the year. This time is a little bit more of a serious with a new normal kind of deal. It's time for us to bunker down and not really go in a bunker, but find out and plan out our coming months, whether it be the holidays or financially have really have strong plans in place for welcoming the new year so that we are no longer vulnerable to surprises. For me, it's been a unique year having a a newborn at the beginning of the pandemic. And now this is all he knows pandemic life is my third baby going on seven months. So the whole time we've been at home sheltering in place with some a few opportunities to get out. But it's given me the opportunity to think a little bit more in depth. Like, okay, what are my my goals or what am I planning for my family unit? How am I going to incorporate now our other family in case we do get together with the rest of our family for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, or whatever it is you celebrate during these holidays? What are you going to do? Is it going to be a new normal where everyone stays at home and you really don't come together to celebrate? Or is it going to be a new kind of celebration where you start taking these precautions to make sure that the people in your family that are older are good because they're most vulnerable and we're not doing things recklessly. Being more mindful in the sense of gathering with our families and being also mindful in a way of planning of how we're going to spend not just time, but the money towards those celebrations. It's a good topic to have because a lot of times we don't. We just want to be like, yeah, que, que, que llegue el tiempo because queremos celebrar. It's been such a crazy year. I'd rather not think about all that stuff, but just enjoy and celebrate. But we have to put a little more thought into it. No creen? For sure. Hey. Yeah, if you fail a plan, that's a plan. And sometimes that goes awry. But excited about this topic because I've been really wanting to think about my own dilemma. It's going to unfold as we record. Like, how are we going to handle it? Is my family getting together? We tend to rotate holidays and we do a big Christmas at my house or my sister's house for my side of the family. And my husband's family typically uses our house as well. So we tend to be hosts. And this was the year where we were going to host both families. And I keep trying not to think about it because it's kind of sad. But failure to plan is a plan. So I'm going to actually try to think about will we see each other? How will it look? I have a couple of ideas and we'll get into that, but it's it's good. I think it's a really good topic. We keep on thinking like, oh, pues todavía falta, todavía falta, but at the same time, este año se ha ido volando. I mean, other years when it's, you know, when it's this time of year, October, mid-October, we, you know, look back at the year, what we did in the summer, we went on vacation, we did, you know, there's weddings, fiestas, un montón de cosas que pasan durante el año. But right now, 
because of 2020 being a pandemic year. We look back at the last eight months. We haven't done anything. I mean, we've been encerrados y como dijo Vero, you know, few few opportunities to go out. Pero yeah, like, I mean, we Thanksgiving is around the corner. We were talking about this with Luis. Like we would, now that we have the space and we have this awesome home, we would love to host something like perhaps one of the holidays, but what will that look like? How will we get family together? Who's going to come? Cuanta gente? We're big advocates for getting tested. I mean, I, I've told you girls, like we get tested all the time, mostly Luis. I think, I mean, just knowing how we've behaved all this quarantine, I think that's what it, it will look like getting tested and having our family members that will come over, get tested. I know that might not go well with some family members because It's been my experience that not everyone wants to get tested. I've had family members like, no, I don't want to get tested. No, yo no. Uh, mejor de lejitos con nuestras máscaras, cubrebocas. But I don't understand por qué no. It's como un fear. Mira, so my parents were out of town. They were in TJ with my uncle. They like to get out of town every couple of months. Y se van. So my uncle will pick them up on a Saturday morning and they'll be back home by like a Thursday afternoon. And they go and they hang out, cocinan, platican. And there's this just little group of old folk just getting together and having a good time. So this time around, my dad had recently had surgery. I had mentioned that my dad had complications from the surgery. So he had been going to doctor visits and doing this and that and the other. My dad was excited. He's like, oh, your uncle wants us to go to TJ with him again this coming weekend. I'm like, you know what, dad? That's great. However, I'm all for my mom going. I think you should stay. If anything were to go wrong, if something happens to you, if you get sick by going across the border, because I don't know what you guys are doing out there. You're living a little more carelessly or, or freely. Um, I don't want you to, you're already in a, in a position where you can easily get sick and complicate your health. So why I want you to stay and let my mom go take a break. My mom, you know, she's taking care of you 24 seven, whatever you need. She's cooking, cleaning, wash, making sure you're okay. Give her a break. Let her go spend some time with her brother. And then, you know, it's only a couple days you'll be at home by yourself. Homie didn't want to look. No, homie's like, I'm not missing out on this action. I know what mm -mm. we have at the time. Mm -hmm. va mi papá también. Sí. Well, he gets back. I call him to remind him he has a doctor appointment. He hasn't had his labs done yet. And not only that, you know, I thought it was just going to be them with my uncle. Well, no, it turns out that my other tío, my dad's brother, joined them in TJ with his wife too, with my tía. And they were, so it was a, a group of five people that were just merely hanging on TJ. But then I find out my dad went to get a haircut. He went to the dentist. And I, and I was just like, what is up, dude? Like, por qué? And he's just like, lo hice, pero, you know, no había nadie con el dentista, no había nadie aquí. No más, no, no, no te preocupes, no pasó nada. Le digo, no, no, como que no me preocupe. I am going to worry. So I told him, please don't be around the kids because I was going, whenever I take my dad to the doctor, I leave the kids either with my mom, they're at their house, or I leave them with my nieces and they take turns watching them. So I'm like, well, my mom and my dad have been around people that we don't know if they've been watching themselves and quarantining or keeping themselves at a safe distance from everybody else. So I said... Don't be on the kids until we do a COVID test. Well, my mom and my dad flipped at the fact that I wanted them to take a COVID test. I'm like, dude, it's not an STD thing. I'm not, it's not a taboo <laughs> thing. See, it's algo normal. Like, ahorita. You're not going to find out you have gonorrhea. It's okay. All like, it's all right. Like, I'm not going to find out some terrible secret about you. It's just putting a little thing up your nose and doing it. And my mom starts saying, yo no voy a ir a ningún lado que me vayan a meter algo acá y me vayan a lastimar. Se la van and, a meter en la nariz, no en otra parte. Es lo que le dije yo. Pero a mí se me hace que andaba buscando otra opción. No te <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. But 
you know, so I tell him like, no, we're going to take this test. So on Monday, I did labs with my dad, took him back home. I made sure the kids weren't around them. But on Tuesday, I went to pick him up, pick up my mom and my dad. And I'm like, okay, vamonos, we're going to go get you guys tested. Well, we go in there. My mom bien macha. It was a drive through uh, location. I made sure in advance because the video tells you, you have to be in the car by yourself. No one's got to be in there with you. And I was like, well, who's going to drive these old people over there? You know, dad's 75, my mom's 73. Who's going to explain things to them? I'm like, I need to be there. So I called in the morning just to clarify, like, hey, I'm taking my two old, my parents are older, but they're like, no worries, you can drive them. It's not a big deal. We show up. So I have my mom and my dad with me and my mom, bien macha. Yo la hago primero. So I opened the little straw, you know, she gets a little thing and she goes for it. I'm like, slowly, mom. So she does it. I'm walking her through it. Okay, with a little, a little bit more deep, more deep inside. And yeah, like, okay, do your 10 swaps one way, your 10 swaps the other way. Okay, now the other nostril <laughs> lays out the, she gives the biggest sneeze. <laughs> Boom. Okay. So ya lo pusimos en el tubito, le, lo guardamos, lo guardé, se lo di a la muchacha. Okay, next, my dad. What a weenie. Okay, <laughs> this man, the Q-tip. Okay, es un palillito súper chiquito. Uh, we call them popotes, parecen popotes de los oídos, pero larguitos, right? Pero este, un palillo, okay. palillo de los oídos. And then I know in, in Guatemala they call them isopos. Un isopo, <laughs> but anyway. So, so my dad gets it and he's like, literally like, it seems like he's just... <laughs> Like just scratching toying, a little itch at like the end toying of the way, with his little, little itch. in the edge of his nostril. I'm like, oh Dad, put it in. And he's just like, Ay, no. Y les es que tengo miedo. Le digo, Papá, mire, si no lo hace bien, yo se lo voy a retacar al nariz. Like, just do it. <laughs> but it's, and after that, you know, my dad finally does it. Okay, he lets out his sneeze, whatever. We put the thing away and uh, whatever, you know. I'm still waiting for the results. I'm hoping to get them today or tomorrow. But the fact that they're just, they were just so against going, it was like an unknown. But the fact that my dad had a COVID test done before his surgery. Pero aún así no quería tomar la prueba. Y la no entiendo por qué. Like, oh, dad, you've been around people. You've, you need to understand. It's not like how, what more do you need? Thankfully, you haven't gotten sick. Thankfully, you haven't contracted. Maybe you're asymptomatic. Who freaking knows? Who knows? But you need to do it, not only for yourself, but you have a wife that you don't know. That's what could happen to her, who constantly is helping take care of you. Come on, be a little more mindful, entiende? Mm-hmm. So anyway, this process is like, I understand how some people can be like, no, so anti it. But it's necessary. It's not a, nothing personal. It's just it's just to look out for everybody else. Your dad sounds like my dad. My dad también, te, no nomás de esto. Tiene un temor al doctor y ir al doctor porque le van a decir lo peor. Like, that's my dad, always. So recently, cuando my sister has been like, well, you know, we'll go get tested. My mom has gotten tested twice. Negative, both times. Uh, but just to be sure. And even now that she's, you know, come around us and whatnot. So she gets tested. But my dad, no. No, you know, no, por nada del mundo lo hace. So, igual te digo, un temor al doctor. My mom, you know, just got tested porque también se fue a México. Por más de que, ay, I told her, mamá, pero ya te andaba. Tiene como tres, maybe cuatro años seguidos que cada octubre a México y celebra ya su cumpleaños. De hecho, ahora es su cumpleaños. Hoy, hoy estamos grabando October 10th. It's her her birthday. Happy birthday, mom. Pero allá anda. And I think at this point, I know that, well, she's high risk because she's undergoing cancer treatment and whatnot. But at this point, lo ha podido manejar in, in the way that, you know, she takes care of herself. She always wears the mask. She even has that little, like, plastic ho- cover. So it's one the face shield. Aha, uh-huh, the face shield. 
And I know in Mexico, they're being careful. Casi no están saliendo. Like, si salen, they're being careful. She said, I'm, you know, llegando, I'm going to get tested también, just to be safe. And I was talking to my sister, and I was like, you know what? My mom is so stubborn, you know, porque tuvo que ir este año, you know, like, no, 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 no necesitaba ir. Es más, last year, yeah, we were there, Luis and the girls and I. Pero esta semana, I mean, this year, she went with her siblings. And I said, you know what? Diana said this, like, I think she just wants to have the best quality of life and, and live her best life. And I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. She's living her best life. And y pone esa cara al frente. Like, I'm strong. And yeah, to this day, I feel like she's the strongest woman I know. Chiquita, pero fuertísima. And so, yeah, she. I think también como con tu papá, he just wants to live his, his best life. And like, we can't be mad at that. At the end of the day. Yeah. It's so interesting because we're also set in their ways and they're older and we all have sort of parents that are kind of, you know, they're looking at us like, what do you know? I've already been on the earth. In my case, my mom's like 40 years longer than you. So, I mean, I've lived it all. I've seen it all. And so they start to get a little, I think, more ballsy or a, a little doubtful of like what's going on, what they hear, what to believe. My mom at first, we were all hiding away. Then we started to see her more. And now she's the one that's like, los invito, vamos a un restaurante, allí que sirvan afuera en la calle. You know, she gets the vibe and she wants to hang out and... I feel for her because I don't want the holidays to be hard. This whole thing is about planning for the holidays and I don't want her to get offended if we're having these restrictions because it's like, okay, everybody has to get tested before we get together or um, we all have to be outside with our masks on. Some people are offended by that and I don't want to offend anyone. I want to be safe for her and I don't want to leave her alone in these very important moments. So I do think we're going to have to be creative and find a way to celebrate safely and whatever we're comfortable with has to be communicated. So I want to encourage everybody listening to don't make a decision that you will regret later for other people and how it's going to look. If you put yourself in an unsafe situation, you can't take that back. So it's so important to make sure that you're okay. My family just dealt with that where we had someone exposed to COVID. And so everyone just went and got tested anyway, because it's scary. It's very scary. And, and everyone wanted, you know, the older ones in the family to test the kids in the family to test because it just yeah. felt right. And people were scared and were resistive to the whole getting tested. And Diego said that he recently tested because of that, you know, in solidarity, and that when he went to the test center in Compton, where Vero lives, that hey. you know, super easy, super smooth, looked it up online. For those listening, it's easy to get appointments, easy to be seen, it's very safe. And they've also changed the vibe. So all those things that you saw at first where they would sort of stick the long Q-tip way up your nose, they don't need to do that. And that people were not mm -hmm. going because of the fear, especially older yeah. people. Mm -hmm. So instead of being afraid, no, the test has changed. So get tested. Yeah. And and they teach you how to do it. And now you're doing it yourself. So you're in control. Instead of having someone just, you feel like someone's attacking your nostrils, right? Or someone's going to hurt you. They guide you through it to f help you feel like it's familiar. They send you a video, a step-by-step -step process. So, I mean, we're not talking about this testing, like just for fun. It's like Irene mentioned that you, there's things that you want to, are going to want to do if, for, to celebrate your holidays safely with your family. So just make sure that, you know, you're doing, taking all the precaution, precautions and forget about offending people. That's why the conversations need to start now. Right. Right. Para no esperarte el último momento, you know, not have, not offend anyone. Be like, look, this is a plan. Do you guys agree with this? And this is the, the best way we can think of for all of us to safely be together and, and have a little bit of that normalcy from right. before and right. it's not it's not to take it personal and don't get offended it's just for the well-being of everyone right right it's been so many months a lot of us are like letting our guard down that's when we get attacked right by this mm -hmm. by this virus so it's important to remember unfortunately it takes 
a member of your family to get exposed or get infected to have the rest of the family take it as serious and like jump back on it and 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 on track and being you know keeping your safe your safety it's like if it's if it hasn't happened in my backyard yet i'm not gonna right worry about it. right but it's like, why do you have to wait to that crazy point? i know i know that is know? crazy you know, that's, the, that's like the argument right like you feel it's, yeah. it's not real you get fatigued you get over being cooped up and you got to stand your ground everybody especially during the holidays and it's so enticing to want to do things how we've done it before we're gonna miss people so my tip was gonna be get creative Get super creative about how you see people. You can send really awesome gifts and share love by the mail. We should. We should be helping the mm -hmm. postal system. You can yeah. do very creative things. You can make a video. You can use your children. You can yeah. put it on social media. You can. The holidays don't need to go by and not having felt celebrated or heartfelt. For instance, I have a sister who for the last, like, gosh, she's like in her 50s. So probably for that long, maybe for the last 40 years, she's the best at sending handwritten notes. I mean, incredible. No one buys cards anymore. And she sends you a note for every holiday. You could count on it for like St. Patrick's Day. Whoop -de -whoop. My point is the other day I sat down to write cards because of this one sister. I'm like, she's always so good about that. Like every single holiday, every single moment, every single birthday. If I really got together and thought about it, I probably have a card that has a two, a three, a four on it on the happy birthday for each of my kids. Cause she's like oh. that. So I thought, well, for her, I got to get on it. And this holiday season, I better send her a card for Halloween. I'm not kidding, guys. <laughs> Thanksgiving, Christmas. And I know her, that's going to mean so much. She sent me this really long text message. And I just sent her an out of the blue card for thanking her for seeing us because her family has been so safe. And I'm so proud of her for really standing the line. But she came by. We sat outside. We had lots of social distance. And I know that she's just trying to see people a little bit, like not really. And I, re I can respect that. But I thought, well, this holiday, I don't know if I'm going to see her, but I'm going to send her yeah. some. So the tip is get super creative, buy personalized gifts. If there's going to be one year where you try a little more, if you have a budget to give gifts, then throw a freaking monogram on the napkin or something where you really thought about it. You have all this time at home. That's what I'm going to do this year. I'm going to really be thoughtful about the gifts, send stuff by mail, show love that way. And maybe I'm going to only see maybe a fourth of my family, you know, and, and separaditos, which if people get offended, that's on them. But I'm going to have less than eight people here at a time. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you a lot of COVID questions. Mm -hmm. I might mm -hmm. even ask you to get tested if I love you that much. And will you do that? I don't know. Like, And if you say no, if you don't want to wear a mask, like, then we have to be the tough ones. She's a bitch. I hate that label of like, they're assholes. They're uptight. Whatever. 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 Hold Whatever. your ground. It's your family, your safety. And be yourself. So get creative. Yeah and set the ground rules to play this holiday season. Exactly. They want to get tested. Que, que, you know, let that, que se te resbale. I think also you pointed out, get, get creative. Well, ¿qué hemos estado haciendo all this cuarentena? Be on Zoom. So maybe uh, schedule segments or throughout the day, el, el 24, like, you know what? A esta hora we're going to get together con los tíos de México. Uh, la siguiente hora we're going to get together via Zoom or whatever media you platform you use to get connected con lo, la familia en Salinas or la familia en Hayward. Algo así se me ocurre. Like, ¿por qué no? We've been doing it all, you know, in meetings and work and getting together, virtual parties. Why not have it for the holidays?
It's, it's yeah. a great idea. My, my family has started this little tradition because we really miss traveling and traveling has been our thing and how to get to travel and do that because it's important to us. Like we rather spend our money on travel than necessarily gifts or we like to be away during our anniversary and birthdays typically. So this year with our friends that are, it's like a pod that we have here. They're our neighbors. We tell them if we're around anybody that's been exposed, they tell us our kids play together. They're like the only ones that have sleepovers. In fact, they were at the park together today. So we have this little family that we consider safe. And once a week, we have a dinner where we pick a different country and it has to be a new letter in the alphabet. So we can't repeat. It gets a little harder as we go along. And so we've done A for Argentina, P for Peru, G for Greece, and M for Morocco. So it's been really fun. We've done about seven of these. But I'm learning all these really cool recipes because of this. So I'm learning to do stuff with Thai dishes and really loved it. And I learned how to make jerk chicken and it was delicious. And everybody mm, was yummy. raving about it. We made Everything it looks delicious. Yeah. It does, right? And like we're going all out with the presentation and grilling. And my point is it's a good distraction and a hobby for this time where you're not going to be eating at restaurants. It gets your mind thinking about something else. Supermarkets aren't closed. You can buy all the fish oil and randomness you need. And for the holidays, the skill now, I'm like, cool, this will be creative. If I get together with a small group of my family, well, I already learned how to make a Thai shrimp salad and that'll be our thing. We'll focus on this thing. Or I've already learned how to do this barbecue outside because we've been grilling a lot. And indirectly, you're hosting outside because you're grilling. So Mm -hmm. use these little tips where it feels like Thanksgiving, but why can't it be at the park that's not so busy on a Wednesday instead of a Thursday? So there's less crowds, like super get creative because I'm totally that person. I don't want to miss out on the fun social stuff, but you also can't be at risk. So don't celebrate on the main day, make it where you're outside. So it's normal. It's a picnic at the park. It's stuff that everybody doesn't have to touch. You can, we did a little casino party for my husband's birthday and everybody had like prepackaged food that I put out and like you eat, you throw it out. You don't have to use my utensils. It's maybe cheesy, but I like to cook for people. I got to cook. They got to get together outside. We use the garage, which is more open, more safe. People weren't really in the house. I'm sharing a lot right now because I think it's a smart way to get your mind going because I don't want people to miss the holidays. I don't want you to regret missing another year because for some people it might be very depressing. <laughs> for some people it might be very sad. Like the holidays may be a big time for you and the time when you usually get together with family from out of town. It's a time when you get time off of work and I want you to survive them feeling healthy and happy and not limited even though technically we are. De por sí, este, cada Navidad, like it's, you know, there's some nostalgia to it, especially cuando sale la canción del Wookie and I feel like I'm going to yeah. get teary if I sing it, pero la de Do it. Navidad Ay, y niño sin ti en esta soledad. She's crying, guys. She's crying. A little bit. Llora, Ceci, llora. Llora, Ceci, llora. Llora, Ceci, llora. No, but I'm glad that we're having this conversation because we're like thinking out loud. Yo también, I was like, damn, you guys are talking about like being outside and I'm like, fuck, aquí va a estar haciendo un chingo de frío, right? Para esa temporada. Oh, yeah. But I have a huge backyard. I'm like, I don't know, get some tents, get creative. Uh, well, maybe I guess maybe that defeats the purpose of like getting, you know, being outside. But <laughs> but but maybe getting one of those little like, I've been wanting one of these like, I don't know what they're called, but they're like uh, like a little chimney, not a chimney, but it's fire like pit. a little fire, a fire pit. pit. A fire pit. Yes, yeah. I need to get one of those. And maybe having that and just con sus gavanes, abrigos, just cozy and like. Dude, how they there. do it in Europe. They're freezing yeah. their butt off in Europe and they're out. They're at the Christmas markets. The Christmas markets. Yeah. You have, even have an outdoor oh, Christmas tree. Yeah. You can have beers, hot chocolate, a little hot chocolate. Winter Wonderland. Yeah. No, there you yes. go. 
right? Nobody has to touch anything else, have individual hot chocolates. Like Mm -hmm. we got to talk to our girls over at Festively. I'm sure so Festively has like good ideas. And you don't have to spend an arm and a leg. So none of what we're saying Mm -hmm. is like, you know, we're big proponents of great financial responsibility, especially around the holidays. That's why we wanted to talk about this. It doesn't have to be expensive to still be thoughtful and creative. And s'mores don't cost a lot. You know, hot chocolate doesn't cost a lot. Tequila doesn't cost a lot. I mean, it ain't got to be the premium stuff. Ooh, and you know, it's going to keep you warm. And the cafecito, you have your Mexican coffee night, and you're outside keeping your distance. You probably got like your scarf and your mitten, but really you're like, I don't want these people to touch me. So that's the, you play the part. You know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. But I mean, it's like, it's just a reminder that the holidays are mostly about spending time with the family, spending time with the people you care about. So we've become a consumerist society. It's been such a consumer holiday where he's like, let me spend as much as I can to show you how much I care about you, show you how much I think about you and love you. And really the material stuff doesn't matter if there isn't a, a bond there. If you cannot create a bond, you know, there's people that are like, I don't want to, I can't, I don't want to be around the holidays. I just, I don't even want to think about it. I can't stand my Theo. I can't stand my sister. I can't stand this person. Well, do you even know them? <laughs> Get to know them and, and put your electronics aside, put the gifting, the buy, having to buy a gift. And maybe this year, make it about really taking the time to enjoy those people. Not just counting down the clock till midnight to open a gift. And I know that these are things we do. They're part of our traditions and, we, and things like that. But it's like, this is a time to think about it and how to bring back your family unit and really just learn to enjoy time with one another and create new memories in that case that aren't really uh, ev- revolving around a gift exchange or gifting. So it gives you right now, like we're saying, a time to really think about it, get creative and think of a nice way to just spend quality time together. Beto, that warmed my heart, actually, to think about the relationship first. Like, think about the relationship first and not the gift you're going to give. So spend that time with people, even if it's a phone call, a video chat, a letter. Like, imagine if you wrote a letter to each of your family members and you talked about your favorite parts of the holidays that you've spent with them and it has nothing to do with the gifts they gave you. You probably don't even remember those gifts, but you could say, remember the time that you dropped the pasta salad on Easter and you were pregnant and you almost broke your leg. Remember that? Like those things (laughs) happened. That's a true story. And by the way, I'm the one that fell, so I'm not going to write myself that letter. Isn't it a cute memory? Like if someone took the time to write me a letter and oh my God, one of my favorite holidays was the one where blah, 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 and you made this delicious dish and now we make it every year. Like Beto, you're so right. Like if you hear this listeners, like think of some creative way to share love and you're going to have such intentional relationships because your gift was a personal touch. It was a phone call. It was a letter. It was a moment to say, get to know me better. This is the top 10 ways I like to spend my holiday. Maybe you didn't know this about me. And what about you? Write back, right? Or send me Mm -hmm. that email back. It doesn't have to be expensive, a freaking email. Great job, Vettel. That's like a great tip of the day. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I think for me, the what I remember most about getting together for the holidays and what I always looked forward to was singing, que karaoke con mis primas, o bailar. Like, even as a teenager, I love, like, cuando ya iba a ser este año nuevo, Navidad, like, okay, we're going to be dancing, we're going to be dancing. And I love that. And now maybe I don't get much time to do that because I'm always, like, correteando las niñas, um, que esto que el otro, making sure that they're having dinner and they go to sleep and that sort of thing. But that's what I enjoy and that's what I remember. And like you said, sometimes, like, the funny things, that's what you most remember. Like, I mean, you know, that I was, like, performing. I know Vero's going to say, call me Kitsessi, the choreographer. But I, I remember I, I made up this dance. I was, like, I don't know, 14, 15, por ahí. And I was wearing, like, a wrap 
skirt and it was New Year's. Luckily, I was wearing, wearing biker shorts underneath, pero en una vuelta que vi, there goes the skirt y todos, ha, 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 ha. So I always remember that. I always remember that, that, you know, that that's the memory that I created for that particular year for New Year's. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I don't know, maybe virtual dancing. She's like, ahora me encuero cada año. <laughs> But those are great memories because you'll get creative. But that's the point. Like you don't have to have one countdown for New Year's. It can be 12 o'clock and you can the next day you can have a bunch of countdowns with random people. You chat for 10 minutes and you then 10, 9, 8 cheers and don't get drunk all day. I'm not saying that and then drive or anything. But if you want to get drunk all day, just stay quarantine. You can too. You won't make it to like the fifth countdown that you want to do. But these are really cool ideas to get together. I was thinking my mom, she can barely see. She can't drive. She's got this issue walking. Like if I'm going to do something for her, it's going to have to actually be a song. Like that's what she still enjoys. She can't really see video, picture, read a letter. But screw it. Let's all of us sing something in Spanish and say we love her. And they have these really cool, I don't know if they have them anymore, but remember those like photo frames that you could record something on the photo frame, you'd push it and it would say something back to you. Oh yeah. My sister gave that to my mom once and all three of the kids said like, Merry Christmas, grandma, Feliz Navidad, grandma, you know? And so each of them sits and then, and Melly was so little, she was just like, like it ended like that. Like she wasn't saying anything. What a creative <laughs> gift, right? Record your voice on a frame, send it to the person or you in your case, Ceci, you can send your mom a video. You freaking getting down, dancing, cantando el buki. You got your whole vibe. Your daughters are choreographed in their dresses. There the el Dia de la Virgen de Guadalupe, you do the whole oh, thing. Uh-huh. Oh, the whole yeah. procession. It's big in your family. Like do sí. something special anyway. La Guadalupe. I imagine us así ya con su con su mascara coming down, raining así <laughs> detrás de la ventana. Ah, <laughs> está el arbolito de Navidad. <laughs> Ahí está el vecino. El vecino got a haircut. El vecino oh. got a haircut. Luego, pero mira bien que Ceci sabe su se conoce, se conoce los vecinos, sus horarios, todo. There you, Ceci, you know, you are planning all their holidays too. Mm, I know. Like, you know, with their Amazon. It's just like the way, where I sit, I sit right in, in front of the window. So, in todo estoy. Even last, last night, we were having dinner, and then Luis, no me acuerdo que me estaba diciendo, yo estaba así. <laughs> I wanted to see who's driving that car, you know? Like, she's Mosa. She's the neighborhood watch. I'm the, I'm the, I'm well, the if you see anything good, anything creative, we got to repeat and copy. Tell us, yeah, send us a message, yeah. put it on the podcast. People do. So I just, right I'm curious. So everyone out there, just so you know, Ceci sent Irene and I a recording of a song she made up. <laughs> so she makes up these songs based off of real songs, you know, que la, la ayuda con el tono y la, la letra un poquito la inspira. So she sends us this recording of the song and I'm like, I felt good because I make up songs sometimes just because I'm by myself and I, or something that I'm trying to do things to get the kids to do it. So I sing to them. So here's Ceci singing to her daughters right, in this recording. But then she goes off to tell us about her neighbor that just got home from surfing and he's washing down his hair, his wetsuit. So I'm curious, does Jim, the neighbor have abs? Is he like a good looking neighbor? No, está flaquillo, está flaquillo. Uh, Luis me hacía la broma, le hacía, ay, sí, tú, Jim, siempre viéndolo a Jim. Well, okay, so I have to go back. So I always was calling him, I'm like, he's either Tim, he's a Tim or a Jim, Tim or a Jim. I don't know if he, I told you guys the story already, but he's a Tim or a Jim. Finally, months in, uh, living here, Luis and, not, Luis and him, like, introduced, you know, they, they introduced each other, and... Luis comes up he's like oh my god his name is Jim like laughing he's like I wanted to I was trying to hold my laughter and I was like yeah I told you he was a Tim or a Jim anyway so fast forward yeah Jim goes I yeah, I know his schedule every morning when we're having breakfast around 8 8 30 
he arrives from her surfing and he's there like rinsing with the hose his his wetsuit uh, and then he he pulls out the his car from the garage and into like on the street uh, so I, I know that I know the neighbor's schedule for, uh, in, okay. when I'm having breakfast I just I you know I see what's going on it's funny because since this is a holiday episode, what you need to do is find out if Mr. Tim, Jim, or whatever it is, is single. Because maybe he will be the gift that you will He's give married to Katie. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Well, she's yeah, married to like Katie, okay. and he has, oh, they yeah. have two kids. They have two Sounds boys. like she oh. surfs, too. Oh, they have a cute little family. Yeah, okay. She's surfboard. Surfboard. <laughs> surfboard. Watermelon. That's so cool. Well, thank you for updating us on your awesome block. And your songs are incredible. <laughs> I had your song stuck in my head all day yesterday. And I kept singing this random song by Ceci. Thank you for sharing with us, Ceci. You're, you're already in the holiday spirit, amiga. You're already in the holiday spirit. I think spirit. so. Yeah. Yeah. So Halloween is coming. Oh, my yeah. God. Holiday. We're going to so, see that. I, yeah. So I know for me, we're like, I'm slowly transitioning my kids into a holiday feel. So Galilea totally loves the holidays. She's been asking for Navidad since September. She's like, Mamá, quiero Navidad. And I don't know where she heard a song. It was like, Navidad, Navidad. I'm like, Mika, eso llega en diciembre, pero primero van a llegar otras fiestas. So I was telling her about Dia de los Muertos and then Halloween. She's been going to my over to my mom's and to my niece's house, and they've been watching little Halloween things. And my nieces are big on Halloween and Dia de Muertos. So they have the little lights out. They have their calaveritas out. And my kids are not afraid of calaveras because they've been watching Coco. You know, Galilea Coco has helps. I think I told you guys about how there's a little spirit that sometimes she hides from. Uh, you know, yeah. Like, hey, spirit is coming over for, for Halloween. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So now, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, they like the Halloween. And I like getting into, I love Christmas and decorating. But I have all these things I've been collecting along the way because of Galilea's birthday since it's in October. And I throw her little Halloween-y parties and all this. So, so I decorate the house with calabacitas and I have these little spider web things and like black and purple tinsel and all this cool stuff. And it's not a lot, but I, there's some decoration up. But, you know, it's it's one of those things to just kind of get that vibe. Like little kids, I mean, a lot of us live on our own. If you're if you're right now, you're you're sheltering in place. Although, I mean, it's, it's a new thing. But if you have kids, I like, get them. In, there's still ways to get them to get distracted and, and and appreciate what the time is and kind of teach them what what these moments are. I know my sweater came over for a little bit yesterday and with my sister-in-law and their and their her daughters and and she was like, "Oh, you know Halloween is the devil's birthday." <laughs> and <laughs> and I was like, "You know, everyone's going to have their belief, like a, a different belief, but what we teach our, you know, our kids or something, it's not specifically to be afraid of things, right? So for me, I knew growing up, I was afraid of cemeteries. I was so afraid of going to the cemetery or driving by one. Like I was like, ghost, eh, scary. But slowly as I got older, I was like, why was I so afraid of it? But we never talked about it. And we didn't much do of a much of the other mortal celebration. But it's it's it helps to get uh, educated on these festivities, right? So and and a lot of them, like it comes down to it's not just about a gesture of of a gift or a gesture of this it's really if you really understand the purpose of the holiday you understand that there's more to it than than the gifting and all that transitioning this conversation i wanted to guide us into the part of being a little bit more financially aware we're closing out with holidays and all this great season but we're closing out a year of we don't know if you know how we're doing or we're not feeling confident financially you know some of us may have lost our jobs some of us are on, an, on unemployment we're not in the same positions we were in the year before 
but we have to take a time, a moment to just reflect on that and be, and accept where we're at now and plan for this next year. We're probably not going to be going back to what we knew until like the end of 2021. And that's, that's a long time from now. So what we want to start doing now too, is just start thinking, how can I better prepare myself? And if you have a family, how do I better prepare myself and my family to make sure that the next year is not a, maybe not abundance, but how are we going to be able to stay afloat without having to have this financial stress? And a part of it is focusing on the memories and also taking the time to be like, okay, if we're going to spend, we're let's spend thoughtfully and mindfully. And this is a time now. So this is the last quarter of the year. This is where you have to take that time to really think, okay, this is what we're going to, it's worth spending on. And put either a number out there and consult it with your partner, your husband, your wife, you know, your, your, your sister, whomever it is, and, and share that. Like, do you think that's reasonable? No, I don't think so. Start talking about that because a lot of times we, we know just how it's uncomfortable to talk about having a get together and asking someone to take a COVID test. Just imagine, hey, we're going to have a gathering. What can you bring? Because times are going to be different too. Maybe I can't bring the tamales this time around. You know, what, what, what can I do to contribute? And that's reasonable for everybody else. So it's, it's a part where we're so afraid to talk about money, but we need to be real that everyone's situation is very different right now. Right. Yeah. No shame. No shame in that game, man. Like it's so true, Vettel. That's a great point that especially now, I think if anything, use these tough times to open up your family to those very real conversations. Not everything is possible and you have to stick to a budget, especially at the end of the year. There's so many unknowns. So really think about sticking to a holiday budget this year and start studying your spending. Start studying really if your grocery bill has just gotten ridiculous, but you're wasting half your groceries. Like th there's no excuse, right? Like start studying all this. You spend more time at home so you might be buying things you actually don't need because of that you get bored yeah. when you're at home and you're working from home so you're trying to get like a hit of something different and you want to stay away from the computer perhaps or you're done with that and then you go and indulge in other things but it might be throwing your budget out of whack like 2020 may very well be throwing your budget out mm -hmm. of whack and we have to make those tough calls right now look at it like Vettel said and think about not just spending for today and then being really messed up tomorrow and think about having the tough conversations with family right now that you might need to have if you feel like you're being pressured into spending money you don't have like if you're suffering in silence, some people have, while they're working, their shift has been drastically cut. They work part-time instead of full-time. It's a different vibe right now. And so if programs are being eliminated, jobs are being changed, and you're not working full-time and making your same salary, no shame in that game if you need to tighten up the belt for your own good and be very cautious of not overspending during these COVID holidays, which are going to be different. Uh, we're not encouraging overspending. And then thinking about January being right around the corner, what's your real and true budget to start the year right? And hopefully through all of this, still be saving. I mean, you mentioned sometimes because we're all stuck at home and we just, we go to the grocery store and we just buy, 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 and we're, we, we're hungry. And so we just pick up whatever. But I, I think a good, a good tip is to think about what you're going to cook that week, like, and just buy those, those ingredients that you need, para que no se eche perder nada. you're not wasting food and you're not overspending. Yeah. Good, good tips to be practical about where you're spending, whether it's on Amazon, supermarket, 
or shop small. Small businesses are hurting. Small restaurants are hurting. Instead of eating at the big box restaurant and going to that place yet again, that's like McDonald's is doing just fine, I'm sure. You know, <laughs> take your kids to the local mom and pop hamburger place that's getting hit hard. It's a great way to, if you're going to be spending the money anyway, think about those industries that are getting hit hard. They have families to support through the holidays. Restaurant owners, salon owners, whoever it is, support those businesses that are trying to survive the holidays, please. It's a, it's a great way to go for circle. And I think you brought up a good point too about we have a lot of idle time. So we start thinking about what do I feel with this? There's no distraction. So we distract ourselves with being on our phone or our computers and we shop or you end up buying money, buying money. I wish you could buy money. I know. <laughs> cheap, cheap money. You, cheap money. Yeah, cheap money. No, so you end up spending money on sometimes things you don't need. It could be just because of the fact that te pican los dedos y que te pique el dinero en las manos. And you get the ads. You know, oh, yeah, yes. you're like, oh, let's see, see. But this is a good time. So when you're doing that, like, just be like, hey, be a little more conscious. Like, right now you're staying at home. Yes, you're spending a little more growing groceries because you're cooking at home. You're doing this. Make sure things don't go to waste. But then kind of, eva- like we said, evaluate your spending habits. Are you just ordering because La Hueva, because there's nothing else? Like, are you on Postmates, Uber Eats, doing this? Oh, just because there's food in the fridge, pero no por no co- cocinar algo, levantarte, calentarlo, o no quiero recalentado ahora, mejor esto. Uh-huh. Like, really just look at your habits because it's so easy to just click. When you're on your phone, todo está super fácil. I know I just uploaded my credit cards onto Google Pay. So now when there's that option, I just click, 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 super fácil todo. Like, oh, that was three clicks. What did I just do? What did I just commit yeah. to? Right now, what we're saying is, it's yeah, if you have the money to spend, spend it. But spend it wisely, be mindful. And if you can save, and right, if you're one of those people that are like, I was hoping I was saving and I just went over my budget and I noticed that I have zero dollars, then that's a problem. Because if you, you're not going out and you're saving your cash in some way, you know, that you should be shaving, shaving. Wow. You, you should, should be shaving, be shaving too. Though. Shave too. Shave <laughs> through the holidays. Don't, don't get it twisted. Just because it's winter weather, you still need to shave. Okay. Is it even cold yet? I wish it got cold soon. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you should be saving your money. And and if you are, if, if that's not happening for you, because somehow there's, there's these extra spendings, reevaluate your, what's going on. What, where is your money going? I know I'm a, with my clients. I love when I, we're going over money topics. I'm like, Print out your bank statements, print out your bank statements and freaking highlight them. I want you to, you know, tell me where your money's going. And, and I do it myself too. I'm like, send them to me and we're going to compare what we highlight. Y por supuesto, yo como, I'm just like, okay, I love it. I turn those sheets into rainbows. I, I love, it's like my coloring book, but seeing how they spend their money. Cause you see it one way and an outside person can see it a different way. So right now, if you're having a hard time, ask for help. Ask for help. Like I know with us, we we're do we're doing what we can to help our clients. And we are here to help give you that a guidance and help support you in your plans. And it's not easy. And we're not gonna say it's easy, but one thing is we're gonna make you aware. You have to become aware of where your money's going. So be mindful, know how you spend, and spend only if you can and if you have it. And maybe a lot of times you need the coaching because you need the accountability. I think that's where the coaching is really, really helpful. Someone holds you accountable to a plan. And if you know you're terrible during the holidays and this is when you need support because these three months you ruin your budget for the year, then you need someone that's going to be talking you through it and working you through it. And it's not that uncomfortable feeling of this is my spouse making me feel bad again because I overspent or my friend making me feel bad or whatever it may be. But definitely, definitely think about that accountability coach. If you're sick and tired of being in financial turmoil, financial stress is 
is another factor we don't want to have. COVID is enough of a risk out there. You cannot be putting your body under the same stress when you're financially insecure and unstable. So many women listening, if you feel like you keep being in that pattern of stress because of money, enough is enough and stop the bleeding and holidays is a good time to really reflect. And if you're balling and you want to give gifts like you normally would, but you're not going to see people donate. That's another great way to give back. Ask people about their favorite charity and everybody you would have bought a $15, $20 gift for because you go and do that every year. Give a donation for $15, $20 to something that really needs it right now. Small business support, anything that you're seeing that, you know, even rocking the vote right now and getting more awareness around the Latino community and donate to that. Someone might be really passionate about politics. will make a donation in their name, passionate about anything, kids back in schools and kids needing support because they're out of school. And what about those low income families that aren't even on the internet. So donate in someone's name this holiday too. It's a very touching way to help the issues that we're feeling as a society and dealing with, but also give back to someone in that way. If you have that that cushion and that budget to actually give. Beautifully said, beautifully said. So with that, ladies and gents, we'll leave you and we hope you take the time to really plan out for your holidays with your family, plan out the holidays financially. Don't get stressed out. Enjoy your time, create new memories. And remember, it's about the memories. It's about the time you spend together. Enjoy it, value it because we don't know how much time we have on this earth, you guys. So please love, love hard and openly. So with that, If you want to keep the conversation going, if there's a topic you want us to cover, if there's something you want to just add, feel free to continue the conversation with us. Shoot us an email. Our email is admin at levelaplatina.com, or you can always find us on Facebook or Instagram. Our handle there is at levelaplatina. We are also on Twitter. Twitter handle is at Latina underscore up at Latina up, or you can just search level up Latina and it will populate for you. But we want to thank you for joining us on this episode today. We don't want to scare you about COVID or about anything like that. We just want you to prepare and plan. No failing in planning this time around. You know, we're going to be prepared to take on these holidays and enjoy them as much as we can. Muchachas, las quiero un chingo. Cheers for the holidays. Cheers. Se nos cuidan. Preciosa. Tengo y me focus now. Mmm, yum yum. Bye guys. Much love.